guesses at what car that is going by i think you probably know uh do you know nathan um something with a four-cylinder yeah yeah honda is it um i'm pretty certain it's a honda s2000 yes yeah that's a honda s2000 i'm pretty sure yeah i said honda and miata so i was you're covered i was covered yeah little four bangers yeah that was recorded by the topher oh yeah yeah. Welcome, brand. everyone, to uh, unofficial episode three of the Daily Motor Podcast, possibly official episode one. Kind of depends yeah. on how well it goes today. Yeah. But uh, no Max in this one, unfortunately. For those of you who caught the first two unofficial Daily Motor Podcasts, m- our buddy Max was on. Great personality, but unfortunately, he chose to have a real big boy job, <laughs> which is unfortunate because he's not able to screw around at noon on a Monday and record talks about cars. But we'll try to get him on again at some point because he is good for this sort of thing and has a lot of very strong opinions, and some of those strong opinions are on cars. But for those of you who may not know, got Mr. Brower, Christopher Brower here, Daily Motor uh, resident, and Nathan, also from Daily Motor. So we're kind of bringing in some some live drive coverage and some DM test drive coverage into the Daily Motor podcast, kind of hanging it loose for this sort of thing. Talking about cars, talking about some of the cars that we've had recently and then cars that are coming in, kind of keeping it light and easy if there's any news that's worth talking about and then just sort of anything else that's relevant in the world. doesn't have to always be car-related, but anything that might be relevant. And I'm sure we'll have some sort of community aspect as well where once these are going up, if we get comments on the previous ones, you all can either email us stuff, charlie at thedailymotor.com or leave comments and videos. Maybe we'll address some of the more eccentric comments. Recently, uh, both Nathan and Chris have been posting shorts and reels and various Instagram content, TikTok content, and some of the comments we get, pretty comical. Yeah, I was um, I was reading through my comments. I posted a CT4V Blackwing 0-60, to 60, or not even really 0-60. to 60. That wasn't the purpose. It was just to show off the launch control. And um, after reading through the comments, I understood why the average grade in school is a C. I stole that from Tedward. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just it's hilarious to to read and like think about what goes through people's minds when they comment on something because it, it it's just like people all people care about it seems like is like zero to sixty times and how fast something is in a straight line and it's just like kind of silly. The way YouTube commenters work if if it doesn't do zero to sixty in one point nine seconds, then it's a horrible garbage slow card. Yeah, you if should it's, never put it on sale in the first place. If it's not a Model S Plaid, they don't care. Yep. Yeah, and and someone said their Cadillac Escalade could beat your. <laughs> The CT4V Blackwing. And a Veloster, don't forget that. Oh, yeah, the Veloster. And was it a Veloster N at nope. least? Just a, their Veloster. Their Veloster. Could be. Guarantee it's just, not an N. Just think about that. You could see the speed that it goes. And even though you said it was struggling for traction because it was yeah. cold and snow tires. Yeah. But look at the numbers. Look at the specs. Look at the car. Look at the speed. How can someone even imagine their Escalade beating that <laughs> There's literally a timer race. on the YouTube video. Like, did yeah. you watch the timestamp yeah. from when you go? And then Nathan had one recently that was the Toyota Tundra that the, I shot. The new Toyota up. Tundra V6, and people are s- 
some, it was like six sec, five point nine six seconds. That's, Very it's a pickup. It's a pickup truck. Yeah. And no, it, it's too slow. My nineteen ninety four F one fifty could beat that. Oh, it's too slow. My Ram could beat that. What a piece of crap engine. I'm never buying a Toyota. Blah blah blah. It's like it. A pickup truck doesn't need to go zero to sixty in three seconds. It's a pickup truck. Now I understand if it's a TRX and it needs to go. You know, it's poised as the fast pickup truck, like yeah. the Raptor or something. Then I kind of get it. It should have a zero to sixty around three or four seconds. But it's just your run-of-the-mill new Toyota Tundra. Not everything needs to go 0 to 60 as fast as a Plaid. Not only that, but people were saying things like waiting for him to put the accelerator all the he way did. down. He did. He brake torqued it. You could clear. I don't. This is why I, I think people literally just, they don't even watch the video no, and they just they comment. Yeah. It's like. They comment you, for the sake of commenting. You literally brake torqued it. You floored it. It's so easy to see in the video, and yet people make all these judgments. And oh, you didn't break torque it. And like someone said, quoting, "Waiting to see when he floored it." Dot dot dot. These people weren't hugged by their fathers, and they have to get their aggressions out somewhere, and they choose comment sections of Instagram and YouTube. Their they dads sure had Chevys. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Chevy, new Silverado EV came out last week. Did uh, did either of you take a take a gander at that one? Well, considering the fact that it's a new car, um, all I read were hate comments about it. <laughs> um, I heard a little bit on CNBC from investors. Oh, you got it about pulled up already. Look at that. Let's see. I've, I have heard not? I have heard nothing positive about it personally. I think it looks awesome. Um, it's it's. I think it looks, looks really like an cool avalanche, well. like well, a like a modernized lanch. Well, did you see it has the fold down or like the yeah the fold yeah. down mid gate like the, yeah. the avalanche? That's yep. pretty cool. I think it will be brilliant. I'm not sure about the styling though. Neither I don't. I. I don't think it looks horrible. I, I don't just, think anything. I, what's wrong with it? That. It just looks like, what. <laughs> It just it looks like an EV. They all look like that. But it doesn't have to look like an EV. I'm, like, why can't it just look good? Chevy's doing these squinty lights for everything, and I just realized no one in the uh, in the video is actually going to be able to see this, so we shouldn't focus too much on visual. Well, things. can you put up a? Th I could. It's going to require if more. Work if you're listening me. to this, okay. look it up well, online and Google. You'll understand. Yeah. Even if you're driving, just get your phone out. Yeah, right. The other thing you know, Chevy trucks are doing. They have these. Look how high up the the windows the hood and everything is. Are. The hood, uh, it's, yeah. it's just like. You know, if people like that though, they like to be high up. Every oh. everything Chevy's been doing recently is these squinty eyes. It's all like yeah. the first generation, not first gen, but the Cherokee when it came back. Oh yeah, my mom had one of those. Very squinty eyes. Everyone was doing the Leonardo DiCaprio like meme yeah. comparison. I think I think it looks cool. I do too. Um, and styling's all objective, and of course, when you see something in person versus on screen, it looks totally different. So right, that's true. I don't judge it on its styling. What are its stats? Good. Um, uh, it's uh, unlike the F-150 Lightning, it's based on its own platform. So it's an entirely electric vehicle platform yeah. and it's going to have a very large battery up to 200 kilowatt hours. So very large, like twice what a model S <clears throat> has, oh. 664 horsepower. But is it faster to 60 than a model S plaid? Does it do zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds? If not, no one will care. I'm, I'm, no pre I'm pretty sure a Veloster would beat it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, then we should, we should, we should just completely move it's on. It's a horrible car. Yeah. Also look at the, the price discrepancy starts at 39.9 tops out at, is the article going to say? Definitely over a hundred thousand. Yes. Well over a hundred. Hang on. Go back to the interior. Yeah. The interior is pretty cool. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I'm not sure about the steering. I don't like the flat steering bottom. Wheel. No, flat bottom steering wheel. I didn't even know. Flat bottom wheels. Looks like the steering wheel out of an Equinox. Well, probably is. <laughs> yeah. There's also an Equinox EV. 
Really? Yeah, um, and actually that one wasn't really talked about at all, but you're right, that will be good as well. I did not oh. hear about that. Yeah. The th- that kind of gets into the topic, and I've, I've said this before. EVs are obviously, they're coming on strong. There's going to be a ton this year. There's going to be even more for 2023. We need to stop comparing electric vehicles to other electric vehicles and just start comparing them to other cars in their segments. I mean, how well do they drive? How are they to own? What are their costs? Because there's just too many EVs yeah. now to compare against, like, how yeah. does it stack up? I was right. thinking about that last night. Like, we always say, like, an EV car versus a normal car. EVs are trying to become the new, like, it's going to be, like, EV versus a gas power. So right. what I think would be a, a really cool comparison is the new um, electric Silverado or e- new electric Equinox versus their gasoline competitor. I t- 100% agree. Yeah, looking at it both spec-wise, ownership-wise, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least when you're, when you're buying a Chevy, you kind of have to make a trade-off. Do you want your head gasket to go at 80,000 miles, or do you want the battery to explode? <laughs> so, you know, trade-offs. But, but once you can decide which one you'd rather have, that's how you decide. Would you rather be burned alive or left stranded in the freezing cold? Exactly. Yeah. Chevy trade-offs. Oh, they do explode, don't they? Yeah. The bolts all the bolts. Sorry, yeah. that went right over my head. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, bolts explode and yeah, explode. Uh, mid-2000-teens equinoxes. Uh, oh, the heck. Every single person I know with an equinox, has it, they've blown up. One yeah. of my, Every single person. One of my ex-girlfriends picked up a mid-teens equinox oh. and... I went and checked. Red, first red flag, Nathan. You should have known. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is like, like it was in perfect condition. Yes. It was an LTZ. I was like, oh, it's a good car. I checked the oil. What and oil? I, I checked the oil, and it was like diarrhea, golden, <laughs> like a bright. I'm like, ooh. And I'm just like, this isn't great. And I, I didn't want to be like too harsh about it. So I was just like, um, you might want to have this looked at. And I just put it back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It's funny because Chris has a similar-ish story to when he first started dating his girlfriend. She was in the process of getting a new car and was checking out. Yeah, well, she when I met her, she actually had a Jeep Patriot that, that was a lease. And I thought Jeep stopped making that car in, like, 2012, so I was confused. But they all just looked the same the entire production time that That's they made Chrysler that. That's Chrysler for you. Yeah, right. So um, when I met her, she was, like Charlie just said, in the process of getting something new and... Um, the compass had just been redesigned at that time. I think it had only been out for a year or so. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna really looking forward to, to getting a compass. And I was like, I am not going to be. She just has only known me for like a month. I'm not going to be that guy that's like, oh, no, you need to get this, 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 and this. I'm going to let her get what she wants. And, you know, she can deal with the consequences if she doesn't like it because it's it's her decision. You know, she's, she's getting uh, the car that she wants. And also, like, her family is one of those Chrysler only like they knew someone that worked at the dealer they have a family member that works at corporate so they get their whole lives gotten the same cars from the same dealership for you know whatever chrysler discount and uh, so she ended up with 2020 compass limited um it's a nice car it has like heated steering wheel heated seats cooled seats apple carplay all that stuff i've always liked the compass yeah it's it's not a bad car at all in fact she hates it more than i do i mean she hates the thing and especially now you know with all the press cars that we get and she she, gets to see what's better exactly and at the time obviously she didn't know any better but Mm -hmm. um now she sees what else is out there in the world and she's like i hate this car i need to get something else so um she's coming over to genesis though right oh she's yeah GV70, I think, is going to be the next one. You know, there are, as much as I do like the Genesis's, I love Genesis. There are some really nice Hyundais as well in that similar class, like a new, um, 
Santa Fe is really nice. A new Santa Fe, yeah. yeah. Could also, I mean, I don't know if she needs something she's, as large no, as Santa. She's, she's more Tucson in, would be really good. She wants something sporty. She had a before oh. her, before her Compass, before her Patriot. She had a V6 Chrysler 200. Oh, those are quick. And she really liked that car because mm. of how quick it was. Yeah, and it had paddle shifters and why, stuff. Why doesn't she just get another Chrysler 200? <laughs> they don't make them anymore. She'll only get she'll only get new cars. Don't they have engine issues? They have they have just yeah. issues. Hers got <laughs> they have Chrysler issues. <laughs> Her sister crashed that. Uh, or her sister didn't crash it. Her sister was crashed into, into. <laughs> allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> but um, Last night I was watching a show. The line was, uh, some asshole got T-boned by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last week we had two noteworthy cars, I suppose. First of which, Definitely. the Volkswagen Taos. Yeah. New car for Volkswagen. Yeah, nobody's ever heard of that. Yeah. yeah Everyone was asking me what I was driving last week. I'm like, oh, I've got a Taos. They're like, what is a Taos? It's because it's brand new. And I know no one's going to be able to see this on the stream now, but so I'll, that's I'll a, put up a little image for it's it. It's a city. It. That's a town in New Mexico, Charlie. You got to put Volkswagen. <laughs> Charlie, we're not a geography channel. <laughs> we could be. Daily <laughs> Daily map. Daily map. Daily, Daily globe. Mapping. Daily globe. Um, Daily globe trotter. Yeah, it's a good little car. It's pretty much what all the the college, the spoiled college girls are going to get instead of Jettas. Now they're getting yeah. Tauses. What about yeah. Wranglers? Well, that's, that's the next. That's grad student. This oh. is like entry level, like freshman in college. This is a Daddy, lower tier. Dad leases her a car. She drives by the Volkswagen dealer. She sees this cornflower blue, super cute. I love cornflower blue. Taos. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Let's get one of those. And then whatever you'd like to. And then you can sign and drive it for like $219 a month. And you can get all-wheel drive, which is ever so important now for everyone. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with all-wheel drive, like our press car, you get a seven-speed dual-clutch automatic, which is not as good as just the standard yeah. transmission that comes with the front-wheel drive car. DSG, as DSG. Volkswagen calls it. Honestly, not the, good DSG. Sometimes I, th- I can't, I can never decide if I like all-wheel drive or not, because there are so many cases where I'm like, all-wheel drive, like, I just don't need it. Yeah. But whenever it comes in a situation, like, between my Taurus and my Focus, the biggest issue I have pulling out in the Focus is I nail it, and I just start spinning up the wheels, and either the traction control mm-hmm. kicks in, or I turn it off and I smoke, literally smoke one wheel as I'm pulling out into the street. <laughs> I feel like most people probably don't accelerate with the same vivacity as or vivacious. Wait, but in as the you. winter though. In, yeah, the winter. in the yeah. rain. In the rain. rain. Or literally. The rain. Also, I, most people probably have some more tread on their front tires. But like in the rain. <laughs> no comment on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> well well, my tires are interesting. One on one side on the focus. It's it's got tread on the outside, but on the inside, it's a little, little bit more. Are they down. all the same brand? No, no, two, two, the two and two right. match. <laughs> that's actually that's actually not as bad as that. Um, right, but yeah, in the rain, that focus of that generation of engine produces so much torque at the low end. It's so easy in the rain to spin up the tires. Sure, like you don't even have to try. So I'm pulling out in rain, just traction control. Then it takes so long for the traction control to stop kicking in. Then it spins up again. Once I hit like four thousand RPM, it's a nightmare pulling out. I can see why people would like all-wheel drive and, and how, yes, objectively speaking, from a from a safety and driving standpoint, it is more effective than front or rear-wheel drive. What's, what's good is like the RAV4, we're on the highway, it'll disengage, but on acceleration... That's how most of these, most of these yeah, yeah. smaller crossovers are. Yeah. But I will say, for a well-maintained car with decent tires and your average driver, unless you live in a lot of snow, you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had a BMW 328 XI. 
Okay. If you're unfamiliar, X stands for all-wheel drive. And I went to school up in Midland, which is in the middle of Michigan, like its name suggests. And um, if I didn't have all-wheel drive in that car, I would not have made it down my street. Really? No. There's, there's no way. There okay. were anyone that lived on that street that I, that I was um, living on. They didn't have all-wheel drive. They got stuck right at the, right at the entrance, and they, they couldn't get to their house. Okay, so fair enough. That was a more harsh than normal winter. But yeah. if I would not have had that crappy E90 to, to get me through the snow, I, I wouldn't have been able to make it to my house. You also had a uh, hill descent control in that car, just in case. I did. I never pressed that button because I was scared it would break something. <laughs> in a BMW, I think that's. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. The only downside I see with all-wheel drive and an unintended downside is you get the people who don't know anything about cars and are ignorant, and they think, oh, I don't need good tires. I got all-wheel drive. Yes. I don't need to stop or steer. And so they think just because they have all-wheel drive, they're Superman, right? and they don't need good tires. So they drive yep. around with these bald tires and usually blame it on something completely unrelated, blame it on, like, the, the roads, the snow plows not doing their job, people not shoveling things instead they should be like you and drive front wheel drive with no tread <laughs> so we, <laughs> and not be able to make it up hills when i'm stuck exactly so. yeah so we had the taos and overall good car yeah very efficient space for for kind of its packaging like a yeah. well well packaged mm-hmm. did it have a spare tire it did did it Compact did a space tire. saver still with fine. an amp in the middle that's good yeah yeah, yeah. sure that is mm-hmm. probably um i had a couple of very specific complaints about it and i don't know if you want me to share those now or if you want me go to for wait. it yeah okay so um for one i was driving yesterday and it was very sunny out the sun visors are like d tier because they are too short and also, you have to, like, hulk them to get them out of their hook. Um, and that also could have been just because it's a new car with a 1,000 miles on it. They probably haven't been taken out enough. No, they but, extend, yeah. right? Uh, you would think that. The driver's one does. The passenger one does not. That was your complaint, too, Charlie. Because I was driving. I'm like, oh, it extends. And you're like, it yeah. doesn't extend. Yeah, so the, the, the passenger Talk about cost extend. savings. Yeah. So I had to drive like this <laughs> yesterday on the highway. Okay. Oh, um, you were driving and the sun was on the passenger yeah, side. Yeah, and I couldn't extend it. Well, oh. what actually what I ended up doing was taking the driver's side out once I actually got it and stretching it over to the passenger side. Wow. Because um, it extends pretty far. But I don't know. That was just bothering me yesterday, and it like made me irritable while I was driving. So, um, Also, the DSG, which we kind of already went over, it's jerky. The throttle tuning's not the best. But the thing that bothered me the most, which Charlie and I disagree on, is the rear door panels don't match the front door panels. The front door panels have this really nice brown leather that's stitched, and it matches the rest of the interior. The seats are consistent throughout the car, but the rear door panels are solid black, which is just another cost-cutting thing. Every Taos gets the same rear door panels. What are your thoughts on I that? I did not notice that, so, but, mm. I mean... that's I mean, well, there's the argument. He didn't notice, so it must not be that bad. I just... I, I don't really think it would bother me that much. I fully acknowledge that I am not a very visual person. Things aesthetics are are of low importance to me. So I, I I yield to Chris that maybe that's that's more important to certain people. Like that's just like Chris Amos at the Topher gets mad at me whenever I like scratch up my brand new Maverick with my bike, <laughs> and and I'm just like it's gonna get scratched eventually. Yeah. So and um. he's like just cringing so hard. So people have different priorities. I get that. Uh, I I will say I am visual. Um, but it depends on what the car is. If it were, um, for one, if it were my car, it would drive me insane up a wall. But 
if it were like a forty-five to fifty thousand dollar car beyond that, I would be like, all right, what the heck? Well, that's kind of thirty-five thousand dollar SUV. Yeah, I mean, it gets into this interesting conversation of our presser was thirty-six grand, but it was top tier. What is? Let's see what the Taos starts at. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, so 29. for like a twenty, a mid twenties entry level car, I think that's totally acceptable. Yeah, even the mid grade, even the SE, like it wouldn't bother me as much. But on an SEL, where they're going out of their way to give you an accent color on the interior, on the seats, and on the front door panels, and the dash, even. Mm-hmm. Why can I not have that on my rear door panels? Spend an extra like $50 and stitch some leather on the rear door panels. Fair enough. It's like, it's such a silly thing that like a lot of people wouldn't notice, but like it bothered me. So, so overall, where would you rank the car in the the tier scale? I liked the car. There were just a couple things that were just like, ah, like kind of B tier, like ruined it for me. C tier. Yeah, B. B. Probably a B, yeah, B tier. I think that's probably fair for me as well. I think the Taos as a package is pretty compelling. I would hesitate from buying many new Volkswagens. I'm just not super confident in their cost cutting, their their engineering, their like what are they getting away with sort of deal. And it's not they're even not, necessarily they're not known for getting away with things. They don't cheat. They don't. What Volkswagen is a very You're right. Where am I getting this from? I, don't, I have no idea why you're thinking loyal. That. Yeah, it's it not is. even just Dieselgate. I just, I, it's like, it's not the fact that they did Dieselgate. It's more that I know they have to recover from Dieselgate. And then you're just kind of like, what, you know, what else maybe? Right. Yeah. On the flip side, maybe they would be more conscious Honest. and try, yeah, after that, try and like. It's not, it's not even like I feel like they're trying to deceive anything. It's just I know they have to cut corners. Things like yeah. that, that the, the driver's side shade extending, but the passenger not. What else in there that you can't see are they cutting on? Well, here's how I look at a press car every time we get it. I always think, how will this be in 10 years? Right. Um, and, and I don't think the Taos will be great in 10 yeah. years. And it, a perfect example, I always think when it comes to car journalism, is when Top Gear, years and years, old Top Gear, when they reviewed, it was the Lexus. The LFA. City. No, it was the CT two hundred. No, it was the it was red. We had it. It was red. RC uh, RC RCF. Yeah, the RCF, and oh, they yeah. hate Jeremy hated it. He said it was heavy, wasn't as fast as them for bad looking, which is obviously objective. But he said it was pretty much a, a horrible car. Um, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But, but here's now, the thing: which would you rather own ten years later? Yes. Lexus. Yeah, yeah. And like we had a RCF, and I loved it. I loved the way it sounded. I loved everything about it. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing of car journal journalism is, um, yes, it may be different. It's going to be a lot different in 10 years versus what it is now. And I think it's important to look at both sides of that. Yeah. And there's some of that you have to kind of make a guess at, but there's other parts that, yeah, that's it, when, when I'm, when we're evaluating a car safe or car of the year or whatever, I do try to look at what is its general appeal right off the bat, but also how would it be to own, whether that's ownership costs reliability, how well it's going to just age, mm-hmm. things like that. Think like a car like the LC500, for example. Cool now and would be cool in 10 years, mm-hmm. no doubt. Same with the Civic. Like, look at a Civic that's 10 years old. Still like, oh, that's yeah. a cool, respectable car. Whether you're yeah. a 50-year-old businessman type who just wants to drive something economical or you're an 18-year-old. Now, like, either way, if it's a well-maintained Civic, still going to be a good car. Now yeah. look at a 2006 Audi A4. Well, that's, I don't know. I think like I think that's kind of cool. I don't I'd be willing to own an A4. I see a lot of those in junkyards. I see a lot of those a lot in of high them school in the U-pull. parking lots. I see a lot of them in the U-pull that aren't crashed. 
if that says anything. High school parking lots that are straight piped, <laughs> different colored body panels everywhere. Okay. Stands. Okay. If you had to pick 2006 A4 C class or or three series, what are you picking? <sighs> Death. <laughs> I'd pro- I'd pick the A4. I would pick the C with a manual. I'd What's pick the, the C class. Um, what does the C class look like in 06? The, I think it's still that was like a crossover, or did, it, it may have changed in 07. It's still the old school headlights. The yep. two, the, the those two, rust the out so bad. Yeah, I would pick the C class. Can I have? Oh, I got to bring it up in the other one. Can I have a stick shift in the C class? I think you could get it. Oh, I don't think Mercedes C classes had st- yeah, not no, in the U.S. Did. I don't think. No, oh, they definitely did. I've seen them. The only reason I wouldn't go BMW is I hate the steering in that generation of. Um, oh, it's dreadful. Series and the transmission's terrible if it's automatic. Those rust out so bad. Can I, I have an AMG? Can I have a C32? No. I okay. think that looks I've, so good. Really? I really love the way that looks. I used to have a toy car that looked just like that, and I think that's why I like it so much. I think you could get a wagon back then, at least. You could have a wagon. Yeah. Well, could, you could get a wagon in all three of them. Well, you could get an all-road, and it would be the worst oh, yeah, thing right. in history. <laughs> um, I, w- I was behind an all-road the other day, and I had to turn my recirc on. I, the smell it was producing... <laughs> It gave me an instant headache. I thought I was going to, like, pass out. Like, there must be some gas it's putting out that is deadly. It was such a bad smell. Look at this. Seven speed. You could get a C350 3.5 liter V6 with a manual. That's my choice. That would be pretty neat. Yeah, definitely my choice. Or a bicycle, but probably that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably that. I, I could do with that. It would just be rusty, but whatever. I liked the A6s of those gens, but... The other car we had last... Oh, wait. So, Taos, we're saying B-tier B car? Yeah, I'd go with A-tier. So much space, though, in it. So much space in the back. The, you, I think you already said that, but I sat in the back seat for my review, and I had so much room. Here, Here's my take on the Taos. I love the steering. That was, like, my top thing. It was a very light steering and for... And quick and, like, responsive steering, yeah, too. very good steering. Yeah. I love the technolo- technology, and I love the way it looked. Um. In that class, and for what I would use it for, which would be like city driving, I need fuel economy. I would put it A tier. But yeah, that's the thing is you got to think about the rest of its class. I would still. I'm thinking about the Escape. No, no. It's, it's smaller. It's, uh, so Echo Sport, Honda yeah. HRV. Yeah, and an Echo Sport's horrendous. Yeah. Well, that you can't you can't <laughs> compare it. The Echo Sport is just the worst. The Echo car. So you'd have to think I about. I still like, haven't driven an Echo Sport, and I really, really want to. You you you, want you really should go drive one because it's like the F tier. Um, we should comparison. do a video of me driving the Echo Sport. I do think we should do that video. I yeah. can probably get us an Echo Sport. So CX thirty, I would pick over the Taos. Yeah, me too. Kona, I would pick over the Taos. Yeah, me too. Kia Soul. No. Yeah. I love the See? Kia, but yeah, but there's here's the bit. But, but then you have to drive a Kia Soul. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like I love the <laughs> Kia Soul. I don't know if I would want to. Who show, cares how it drives? Up. You want to you want to drive around in a Kia Soul? Show up. That's good. You yeah, want to show, show up in a show Kia up Soul? In a Kia, you don't. Hi guys, I drive a Kia Soul. Look at my multicolored speaker. God, imagine it's green too. God, Car and Driver's website continues to get shittier. Why can't I see the rest of this segment? <laughs> you got ads on the right for the Taos. Yeah, you're right. It's because you just looked it up. They're listening to our podcast. You've got one speak. at the top, too. Someone at Google is listening to our podcast. Oh, going over to the dark side. Yeah, well, maybe their site is ranked. There we go. See, this is what I was looking for, the whole subcompact SUVs. Ooh, would you no. take it over a cross? I would rather eat 
Me the, too. The cross track is, you can get a manual cross track. I don't care. It's I'm not interested number in any one, Subaru, Subaru that's ever been made. Number two, that's not even an SUV. That is a, it's a wagon. It's even cooler. That's no. a small one. Nothing, not nothing about that car is cool. The cross track not is the best thing. car Subaru slow, makes on its own. Slow no. engine. It's a good car. It looks, I don't really like the So looks. we already talked about the Soul. Seltos is fine. As much as I like the Soul, I don't think it should be in the number two spot. Kona, good. CX-30, good. Why is that five? Interesting. Oh, the Bronco Sport's good. Oh, Bronco why Sport's is the Bronco Sport You're right, Bronco Sport should not be in Bronco subcompact. Sport's a good car. Bronco but, Sport should be, in, uh, should just be in compact. Is this subcompact? It's supposed to be subcompact. Honda HR. I am surprised the HRV is above I don't like the HRV. I would put the interior in third or fourth place. Hyundai Venue's all the way down there? And the Trailblazer was not that bad either. Oh, yeah, the Trailblazer. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a fine piece of machinery. Why'd you skip past the Eclipse Cross? There you go. <laughs> the, the Eclipse Cross is the epitome of, like, just C tier. Like, very the middle Eclipse of the road. Cross. I know, but... What, well, I did, I, okay, I didn't like it, but exactly. it, it was okay. <laughs> what does that say? You, Chris, did you play Pokemon as a... I still play Pokemon. You know the Metagross. Yeah. It looks like someone just took a Metagross and slammed it on the front of the... <laughs> <laughs> And then the Jeep Renegade should be a little higher. That's a cool car. Yeah. Encore GX, I haven't driven. Got yeah, 500. And there and it is. the Echo. Wow, wow they wow. rank it above wow. things. <laughs> things. I think. A, whoa. Oh, these aren't Oh, they're unranked. Oh. oh, wait. You're right. Echo oh, Sport is. is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're good. All is, all is well over here. So. I, I'm saying I'm saying B tier for the Taos because you, yeah, there's just that. you got to think of what else is better. Yeah, CX30 definitely. How did right, how did the Topher's Caparo go with the CX30? Um, I'm not really sure. I didn't uh, I didn't ride with him. Oh, you just let him go. I just thing. I just brought him the Taos. Yeah, okay. you were the bringer of Taos. I was the bringer of Taos. Cool. So B tier for Taos. The other car we had last week, Cadillac CT4V Blackwing. Six speed manual. Six speed manual. Absolutely. Rear wheel drive. Bliss. Stupid name because V used to be top tier and now it's not. The Cadillac CT4V Blackwing. V series Blackwing. Technically speaking, it's V series. Can we go to one of the worst thing that cracks me up about that car? The different options. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the one we had started at sixty thousand dollars and was optioned to seventy-seven with almost exclusively um, carbon fiber, carbon fiber bits, and just in, uh, what do you call it? Carbon fiber De- decorations. If well, you will. it was the, particularly how they named the different packages. You had carbon fiber one, one. package, carbon fiber two, two. package. There's a th- and Chris, I don't know if this uh, annoyed your OCD with interior design. Did oh you notice that? Don't ruin this car for me, please. All four outboard seatbelts were red, but the fifth middle rear oh, seatbelt no. was black. Do you want to oh, know? Oh, no. But, but, but wait, really? wait, wait. No, there's there's good news because you know how you can get the red seatbelt thing? That was a joke. Oh, it was? No. Yeah, you can't get the red seatbelt in the middle. Oh, I thought there was... One like, of our commenters, Pittsburgh Man, made a joke that uh, you could pay extra for the fifth red seatbelt package, but you could not. <laughs> No, yeah, it's it's the middle seatbelt you know, is black, um, even though the rest are red. You don't well, you don't need the middle seat. Nobody you know <laughs> nobody sits the there. Just tuck, tuck it back. And, oh no, you don't get a seatbelt. You uh, cannot use the seatbelt. The the my OCD is more important than, than your, your life safety. if we get in a crash. So we that car had five thousand dollars for the 
sky cool gray with jet black accent leather seating. Excellent interior spec. It was beautiful. I would not pay $5,000 for it though. Yeah, I wouldn't either. You paid 4,000 for carbon fiber one, but then an extra 3,000 for carbon fiber two. They just got $7,000 off of you for carbon fiber. I wouldn't get any options on the car. The performance data and video recorder, $1,600. I might pay for that, but probably not. I would. Stick a dash cam in it. I'll pay a lot cheaper. But you get all the data with it too. Yeah, but like how often are you actually... I'd only get that if I were going to track it a lot. And then you have the technology package, which gets you a head-up display and an air ionizer. I'd pay for that. Uh, electric blue paint, $600. That, I would do that. Th- that it, is though. cool paint. Wheels, $600. That's not bad for 18-inch wheels. Oh th- No, th- it's the same wheels. They're just gray. Oh, You're paying $600 for, for, the them, paint? for them to be gray. Just have some teenager plastic dip them. <laughs> Climate package, $600. That gets you a power lumbar massage, since that's climate. And then ventilated driver and passenger. Would you guys pay for the ventilated seats? Um, I think I would, 60, 600 bucks. Yeah, but don't you have to get the good interior package to get those? Maybe. <clears throat> so you'd have to pay like six grand to get ventilated seats. I don't know if I'd do that. Yep. Unless I lived in the south and it was really, really... Can you get... The seats are white. They're not going to get super hot. Oh, they, not in that. But Nathan uses his ventilated seats all the time. I use my ventilated seats when it's five degrees. Cause, Why? Cause Can you heat and cool at the same time? In my Taurus? No. Yeah. Oh. You could in the Taos. That should make it really? an here. Why on, <laughs> Why on earth would you ever Yeah, need... explain this, Chris. A lot of commenters ask, why would you want to do both? Or um, is it a You know, like thing? Icy Hot... <laughs> Is that what it's called? What's that thing that yeah, Shaq yeah. did marketing yeah, for? Yeah, Icy Hot. Yeah, that's like that. Where he's like, yeah. Shaq did. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. I don't know. It's just like, like, it's like, do you, do you think no, Shaq O'Neal like gets Shaq. into his car? Hmm, I need, um, I'm going to go heated seat. How does it go? Have do you ever go, noticed in the, does it go cold you know then when, hot um, or hot then cold? I think it, I think it, yeah, do you get like a, a cool heat sensation? Yes. Okay. So you should try it next time. I guess I will have to. Speaking, speaking of Shaq, you know when he did Buick? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Did you, you ever he, notice in those commercials, they never showed him getting in or out of the car? They just <laughs> had him outside the car, then they cut to him in the car? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Be, uh, no, he Anyways. was in the car at one point, and he was well, yeah, they, just didn't show they, just him, they didn't show him getting in. Oh, yeah, because it probably took five days. They probably had to get five people to wedge his Well, they probably had to, they probably had to put the seat back on different tracks. <laughs> Seriously, if you look at him in the car, it's hilarious. Really? Because he's sitting almost they probably all had the to way extend that. Why? So Here's what probably happened. Some, someone in the press meeting, oh, we'll get Shaq O'Neal. Oh, that's perfect. All right, Shaq, you're, we got you for your new commercial. Get in the car. Oh, <laughs> this might be a dish. Edit that out. Yeah. Um, um, however, well, we paid for your contract, so we're going to have to put extra seat rail, extended seat rails. Yep. We paid $600 for the bronze brake calipers. Worth it. And then $400 for the four torch red seatbelts. Not worth it. <laughs> I get out black seatbelts. Coming out to $77,000. But you could have a very well-equipped CT4V Blackwing for like 65 grand, and that's an awesome driver's car. That car was so much fun. I fully feel that 450 horsepower, perfect amount of power for daily driving. for Just for everything. I, I Even sports car driving. I just It allows you to floor it and hoon it and yeah. thrash it without immediately being arrested. Yeah, you just got to watch out for Velosters and Escalades because they'll be blowing past you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, that, that, that car was just... Bliss. Great just, chassis, oh. great dampers. And the thing yeah. is, the ATS V was also very good. This is better. 
But the ATS 4 view is also very good. So if you want a good used car, like CPO, sports car, good car to drive, ATS V, great car. They're probably really expensive still, though. Yeah, they are really I expensive. I guarantee they're like not much less than but just getting If you want to get like something around like nine, 10 grand, I'm pretty sure they're down. The first generation. Well, just the normal ATS V. Oh, oh, like first, first, yeah, first like old gen. school. I don't think those are quite nine grand. I think they're like. They might have been before. Now, before. Wow, you yeah. guys oh, are yeah, right. I forgot everything. How much are ATSVs? They're like 55 grand. Yeah, so you C- might as well CPO. just get. Yeah, so you might as well just get a CTS. Look up a yeah. 2005. Look better, though. Um, CTSV. That would be really cool. I'm going to say those are like 18 to 20 grand. Because they're, so- they're all manual, so that makes them more desirable, too. Um, mid-teens. Yeah. Here's the thing. You got to look on Craigslist or Auto Tempest. You, you have to go downtown Detroit. You have to find <laughs> Jerry. You'll have to follow him around for a few hours. He doesn't have a title. Yeah. <laughs> no title no and Venn. cash only. Uh, and you have to buy today. Or a cashier's check. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. But, yeah, no. I mean, there's not really too much more to say. The chassis is great. Suspension's yeah. great. The raw, connected feel of that car kind of reminded me of Porsche. Yeah, Ooh. it's getting there, getting there. The steering wasn't yeah, Porsche good, no. but the satisfying, just having fun aspect. The pure connected feel yes. and the, the, the satisfying aspect for sure. Every time we have a Porsche. GM performance vehicle, I it's like the most fun time I have doing this stuff. The yeah. C8 Corvette oh. doing the, yeah. and ironically, it was in snow too. Yeah. And we were doing the donuts and I had the cool video shot, getting right up close to the front of the car as, mm-hmm. as you're drifting it. It's so much fun. It's just always such a laugh. When General Motors puts their mind to building a good product, it's really good. When General Motors decides to just lob it in, it's really bad. And it catches on fire. Yeah. Ford is a little bit more in the middle. When Ford tries to make something really good, it's pretty darn good. And when Ford decides to not care, it's decently bad. <laughs> but but GM goes to greater extremes in both directions. Yeah. What about yeah. the Echo Sport? What happened? India. Well, it is produced in India. Yeah. You know, uh, and when designed for India, I think, is more important. Did you know... Yeah, I don't think I've told you this story. Back when EcoSports started arriving at dealerships back in 2018 or 19 or whatever, uh, Gene Bottman Ford, the dealership that I work at like once a week, once every couple of weeks, um, they had an EcoSport come and they pulled it into the showroom after it had just come off the truck and the biggest spider they had ever seen <laughs> crawled out of it <laughs> and scurried across the showroom floor and was never seen again. I'm never coming to that dealership. Ever. <laughs> Damn. I, I, so well, that sums up the Ecosport. Indian spider in the walls of Gene <laughs> Butman Ford. <laughs> it's probably cross-pollinated with American yeah. spiders and created a new breed. Oh, God. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. The curry spider. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it didn't scurry across the floor. It curried across the floor. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. We won't get demonetized. <laughs> so CT4V Blackwing <laughs> S-tier car. Yeah. Oh, easily. S, S plus. Yeah. The best part, it doesn't come with spiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. never freaking Where are those made? They make those in... The Lansing. The Cadillacs? Oh, yeah. CT4, yeah, V Blackwings. Uh, Lansing. Lansing, Michigan. Do you hear, though, that Ford is no longer making anything in India? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like shutting down That's because the only there. thing they made there was the EcoSport, and they're and killing it. I think they made things for other other markets maybe, in India may, as well. Maybe secretly they got in big trouble <laughs> by the government for creating a new horrible venomous breed of spider, <laughs> and they're in huge trouble right now, and they just won't tell anyone because they don't want the public to go into apocalypse mode. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So that wraps up last week. Before that, we had the F-150 Tremor. 
surprisingly good. That was another one that YouTube commenters hated. Yeah, Nathan posted I love the, 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 the short of it, rock crawling, which, yeah, it wasn't that hard, but it's still just cool to it's see. Just, no and they one, roasted it. They no were like, just I like, can do this with my G6. It's like, <laughs> I can do this with my Escalade, my Veloster. <laughs> Veloster, right. So, also, can I just say, if any, if there was a car responsible for starting the pandemic, it was the Ford Sport. I just want to say that. Uh, anyway, so move touche. on. Um, Tremor was good. Yeah, Tremor, yeah. Tr I was actually surprised. I expected it to be stupid. A little pricey for what you're getting, but it had a column shifter, so it was nice. A haunted column shifter. Oh, yeah, because if you if you were in drive and you shut the car off, the shifter would go clink, 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 yeah. clink, back into park, which is <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the BMWs that had the little thing that went bloop and popped over. Yeah, my yeah. mom's car does that. Nice. Um, I would have liked to have a leather steering wheel. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Classic, uh, classic Mr. Brower rant. Yeah. Well, if you're paying for the tremor, I don't care about anything else. Nothing. Not else. true. The Ridgeline. Uh, oh, are are you referring to you? Not you don't care about anything else in the truck. Yeah, I'm saying I, I don't care about. Oh no, no, I don't care about okay. any other options. Whatever. Give okay. me a base, 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 base tremor, but give me a black leather steering wheel with orange stitching, and that's it. That's all. I, that's all. How were the rear door panels on the tremor? Did they match? <laughs> they did match. Okay. They did. Fair enough. If you watched my review, you'd see. Tune that. in. I, Daily Motor. Aha. I want to ask you guys something, and it's something I was thinking about. I haven't posted it, but I was filming a short on. It was, I can't remember if it was a yeah, it was an F1, new F one hundred and fifty Platinum. It was used, but it was like the new generation. And in in that, I said the upper trim Platinum F one hundred and fifties and Limiteds are not worth it. Would you guys agree? Yeah, probably. Unless no, you just have so much really money, you're not really getting that much of an advantage tech wise. But there's just there's nicer materials inside when it comes to like seats and leather wrapped dash, and just overall well, quality of the, the leather is better. But that's really it. In speaking of that, Nathan, Chris Brower has a TikTok that he went around our F one fifty limited and was like pushing on all of the materials, and they creaked and cracked. And that yeah. was one of your first TikToks to take off. It got over a million views, and I was thinking someone from Ford was going to come kidnap me in my sleep and right. send me to so i mean i guess it depends on what you mean by worth it i think a lot of people who would be willing to buy an f-150 to begin with is not going to notice that creakiness and stuff that's true and it wasn't even just the creakiness it was i noticed like the materials were just not that it was kind of like with the maverick between the xlt and the lariat the, they yeah. just don't they didn't upgrade that much with the materials because i was looking around i'm like where 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 does this separate itself besides a million platinum badges? What year was that truck you uh, looked at? Twenty twenty one. Really, generation. they've got different seats. Like the whole the whole they got different, seats are different. They got different seats, but it's not like dramatically. They're like different. Lincoln seats. But it's not dramatically different. It's not like a whole Lincoln dashboard. That's true. I think you buy a platinum because it says platinum on it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I just get frustrated that platinum's below limited. That drives me insane. Platinum you, seems like it should really? be top. Yeah. Yeah, limited. 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 You get the top engine. Limited's got the Lincoln seats. To the plat. Does the platinum have the nice like wraparound seats? Think. Maybe it doesn't. All right. Well, let's forget everything I just said. But it's uh, right then. That's confusing because you platinum sounds yeah. higher than limited. I thought the platinum was the highest one. Well, yeah. and the other thing that's stupid. I wish truck. It's like you got the Ram Limited. You got the F one fifty Limited. Why? Come up with something creative. It's like, oh, what's the top term of this one? Um, Ford has been getting more limited. creative with all their Bronco shit. The only problem is, is you never know. I don't know with the with the Broncos and stuff I have what no is clue. higher. I like, can explain it to you. Okay. So it goes base, then it goes big bend, then it goes outer banks. I'm the fact checker. <laughs> Hold on. How many? Are, there's there's base, big bend, outer banks, badlands, wild track, first edition. Right? Or am I forgetting one in there? 
Oh, wait, I forgot one. I forgot one. I forgot Black Diamond. It goes bass, Big Ben, Black Diamond, Outer Banks, Badlands, Wild Track, first edition. There's seven of them. If I got that right, I get a prize. Bass, Big, Big ben. ben, Black Diamond, Outer Banks, Wild Track, Bet. Thank you very much. I have mastered the Bronco lineup. Wow. I had to memorize Impressive. that for the Bronco review. Ah. Well, good job. Yeah. So maybe this the, the, the problem it's is cool. I like the I like the the different trim. I am glad like they're this. they're they're branching out. The only problem is it's not informative. Like it doesn't nothing about like in like if you were a skier, if you know black you diamond know. should be like the top. If you're a technically bron- there should be a double black diamond. Mm-hmm. But like well, if you're a Bronco enthusiast, okay, and you've got a big bend uh-huh. and you're at the ski resort, someone pulls up in a wild track, mm-hmm. you're like, wow. But if you're not a Bronco owner and you're tr- you're maybe interested in buying a Bronco, how do you know what's better between then you're Outer misled. Banks and you, Big You have Bend? to go to the, the Ford dealership. They explain it to you. <laughs> you to the, what, what's you the difference between... You watch other? our podcast. That's it. You yeah. watch our podcast and listen to Chris Brower. I That's like right. how, how Chrysler has done it with the new Jeep. Series 1 through Series 3. That's the very The higher easy. the series number, the nicer the fucking car is. That's easy. Like, it doesn't get any easier than that. Oh, that's very easy. Or XLT. See, Ford's, At least, yeah, the, the f- Ford's the f- got it right. You got XL, XLT, Lariat, and for years, it was always that. Then they start adding, they add, like... Yeah, now it's getting stupider. Yeah, it's, no, it's, I, I, I yeah. still don't know what all the terms are. XL, XLT, Lariat, Tremor. King Ranch. King Ranch, Raptor, Platinum Limited... And it, it, you know, not most brands are not good at it, but at least someone like Toyota, for example, every it, across their entire lineup, it means the same. An LE is going to be at the bottom, and an XSC or XLE Nissan, is or be Nissan at the and Volkswagen, they all be. Yeah. And how much of a difference is it between a Larry F one fifty and a Platinum? Because King Ranch, I know it's filled with dub cowboy. Cowboys I love King Ranch. Cowboys I love King Ranch. <laughs> I do love King Ranch. Oh, they're so cool. They used to be cooler, though, because now they're more mainstream. They used mm-hmm. to be way wackier. Yeah. And now weird. they're just like... Yeah, if you look at the old ones, like you should pull up a picture. It's like cowhide. Like it's yeah. so cool. Look up like a it's 2003. It's George Bush's underpants. 2003. Oh, it it's so excellent. I want to buy one of these so bad. King, King Rang. Rang. Go just uh, go to images. Now look at the interior. Look at that. Yeah, right there. That's one for sale. How much is it? Let's buy it and make wow, office furniture out that, of it. Yeah, what the heck? That's like straight up leather. Yeah, <laughs> it's sweet. <laughs> All right, we cut the now, cow off. Now go to a throw it on the seat. Look up a look up a twenty twenty. Look at that wood. <laughs> you've even got you've even got the steering wheel is two tone. You've got brown. Wow. Go 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 look back at that to that one picture wheel. that shows the the um. I just want to see. That is excellent craftsmanship. Mm. Oh come on! For two thousand three, this one—that's good. But I, what cracks me up is just how they put that piece of wood, just or this might plastic not, wood. That's that just might a stick be, on. Uh, yeah. That's just a stick I, on piece. I don't think Ford did that. No. Well, it could have been a dealer accessory. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I would love to own one of those. Honestly. Me too. Well, we'll keep an eye out on Copart, I guess. Problem is the five. The five four is like garbage. No, but not, it's also not easy in to that gener- Not in that generation. Yeah, it was the later five fours were worse. Yep, it was the I, every single one of those I hear goes. Yeah, but it's easily fixed. Not Wait, by the exhaust manifold bolts breaking off, or is that the O four and up? I think, think O four and up the garbage because O four and up they did the twenty four valve, mm. and that's when they had the valve issues. Okay, and the 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 um, it was the car wizard. He said the fix to that is do your oil change every three thousand miles. Okay, and obviously that's a pain, but he said it, like if you don't want it to go bad, because all it is it's just sludge that just gets in everywhere mm. and just. Clogs at the valves. 
Okay. He said, if you don't want that to happen, you just do your oil changes like every like two or 3,000 miles. Hmm. So it's a trade. It's a. I thought the O3s had the issues where the exhaust manifolds started to get little gaps because the, um, the bolts would like back out and break off. The well, exhaust well, manifolds the, the that have exhaust. Sh- a new Chevy Bolt catches on fire, so I would not be surprised if that happens. Okay. <laughs> we also had the Wrangler 392, which oh, is a sweet car. Yes. Very cool. Yes, stupid. but That's why it's good. good. Stupid. That yeah, one yeah, made yeah. me all wet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> because he got rained on. Or not rained, but I went we, through a We big, went through uh, a puddle, and all of a sudden it just started water pouring in? in through the door. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's excellent. Yeah. I love that water can get in. That's, that's that's good. It's a good thing Jeep made the interior completely waterproof. That was a feature because they said, you know what? The roof leaks. So what we're going to do is make the entire interior waterproof. That's, that's the kind of thinking I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very thorough. It is. And I, I also like how they just put a 392 in it and changed nothing else. I think this comment sums it up best. We got an hour ago on, on your <laughs> review. No, this one, I haven't read you this one yet. Oh, really? Oh. <clears throat> This has got to be the dumbest vehicle ever made. Yes. Absolutely no need whatsoever for that much power and noise in a Wrangler. Nope. Crap MPG. I absolutely yep. have to get one. Yeah. Ordered a 2022 392 XR. Yes. It is. the. No, that's great. That's perfect. Yeah, that's that, 100%. It, it. it is the dumbest, the stupidest, the most wasteful, the most scary, not worst car you could buy, and that's yeah. why you should buy it. And I'd it. pay a million dollars for one. zero reason to ever own one of those things, but for the fact that it's hilarious. Yeah. I wonder what they'll be, like, used in, like, 10 Even years. Even more expensive. No, what scares me the most is the college girls that will get their hands on those. Ooh. There's just the only one I, the dealer had in the, in the color she wanted so is I the 392. And the dad's okay, like, honey, okay. 130 <laughs> down the highway weaving <laughs> through the car. <laughs> She's like bahaing over the speed bumps on campus, <laughs> running the over the Priuses. On- <laughs> <laughs> the other comment we got that is not correct is a stupid and pointless engine in a good vehicle. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Waste, waste. You know, waste. I'd actually say it's the other way around. It's a shitty vehicle otherwise because I'd never have a Wrangler other than the 392 because yep. that's what makes it fantastic. You just got our whole podcast flagged. <laughs> Inappropriate language. There, there you is, said the f word earlier. There, there is now saying a, the lang- there saying is the now a missile. Bad. Oh, there yeah. is a Hellfire missile coming from Jeep. <laughs> yep, right up from Toledo where they're built. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I just I don't get the appeal of. I, well, okay, I, I, they are bad cars. I, I get but they're the good appeal for off roading. Yes, There's like whatever. But people who horse. daily drive yeah. Wrangler, especially Rubicons, are idiots. I yeah. would rather daily drive a Kia Soul than a fully loaded Jeep Wrangler. I'm sorry, but I just would. Unless it's a 392, but I don't right. even want, really want to daily that. I would just like to have it for weekends to go be obtuse. Yeah. The I, the first Wrangler I ever drove was the plug-in hybrid, mm-hmm. and. It that was, was scary. I drove that from Plymouth to Ipsy, and I was scared for my life because the steering was pulling me all over the place. <laughs> it, and that's the thing. It was horrible, but I loved it at the same time. I wouldn't want to own one. I wouldn't want to daily drive one. But it was one of the most fun cars I've ever driven. It is quick, that one. Mm-hmm. It's like 300, yeah. 365 horsepower. And you, and then you get the 392, and it's like, and the thing, it feels like you're on the... It, like, the, twists the frame. It feels like, like you're driving a boat, because you don't feel... <laughs> it's like, you know, on a boat, when you, like, turn, and it takes a little bit, like, and then you turn it back, and slowly kind of... Come, that's exactly what the Jeep does. You have to plan your, your inputs way yep. in advance. All right, I'm coming up. That's a, that's about a mile away. I better put this on the map. All right, I'm going to need to turn about here. 
and about a minute or so later, it'll start to turn. Yep. It's like, you know, those big freighters that take two miles to turn. <laughs> that's that's our angle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This week, fun week of cars, we have, starting off, the Grand Cherokee Limited. The new I Jeep Grand Cherokee. so excited for that. Looks nice. Should have a nice interior. I don't think the Limited is the top trim, but it's close. Really? The Limited's not the top trim. That's surprising. This adds to our discussion that we just had. Yes. Limited and Grand Touring are the two most overused words Wait, in the you car just, world. You just gave Chrysler all the credit for making their trims, I guess, only on the Grand Wagoneer. No, yeah. I said the just, Ram has the same issue as the F-150. The mm-hmm. top trim is the Limited. Let's compare more. Is the website confusing? Spec- uh, it's not too bad. No, Jeep's website isn't too bad. Are you going to put it up there so we can all see it? No. Yeah, I can do that. Sure. <laughs> you guys are so that's the old Grand Cherokee. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> New X. Grand Cherokee. Thank you, Jeep. No, knowing Jeep, they'll still sell you the old Grand Cherokee. <laughs> you, they'll just call it the Grand Cherokee you Classic. Still, <laughs> you can still buy. Oh, son of, my headphone cable's tight. What's happening? It's around the chair. So you can there get a... <laughs> anyway, you can still buy. If you go on Ram's website, you can still build in price. Yeah, the Ram Classic. I think that's smart because some people don't want to pay all the new, is new it, money for is it. But it's still, more, ex- it's still more expensive <laughs> than the base model new is Ram. It? Yeah, because I was looking at it. I was thinking, like, like, what's the benefit of me buying the old one still? Is it cheaper? No. Truck buyers are weird. They are weird. So you can get a Laredo. That's base. And then you have Altitude, Limited... Trailhawk. Are there more? There are more. Overland, Summit, and then Summit Reserve. <laughs> God damn it, Jeep. <laughs> Just make it simpler. All you need is Laredo, and then something in the middle. Trailhawk. Altitude or something. No, you just... L- and then Laredo, Limited. Trailhawk, Summit. All right, here's what you... That's it. You don't need Summit Reserve. Just right. make Summit the Summit Reserve, right. what it would be. Mm-hmm. Overland, that's also an What is the extra $6,000 getting you? I don't even... I'm not even... Don't even, don't even click on Summit. it. <laughs> you, you don't need Limited. Yeah. Altitude and Laredo, oh, those we're getting are like fine. a base model. I know. What the fuck? We're getting... It's You, you <laughs> it's hear like Limited four, and you're four. like, oh, cool. We're getting the Top Dog. No, we're getting the third you're from right. the bottom. What we're the getting heck? in the bottom half. We're, click on it. I want to see... Like, <laughs> Is it a four-cylinder? It, it, no, it's either a six or an eight. We don't know for sure. What's the interior like? I don't want to build it. I just want to see. There we go. Oh, it's got wood. It's got leather. I have wood, too. We do have some wood. That's good. Good wood. Wow. wow we got wood. Oh, you can use. It looks nice. W-A-S-D. It's like now, a here's the thing. What do you get with all the trims that go beyond it? What's it looks nice. More wood. More wood. Okay. <laughs> I love the feel of those dial shifters and Jeeps. I do, too. They feel nice. This is kind of taking up a lot of space being right in the middle, but we don't want to do too much on the computer because no one's going to be able to see it. I could have screen recorded, but I didn't. Now I'm a little bit more disappointed for this Jeep. I, I want the Summit Reserve. Yeah, what the fuck? We drove the Summit Reserve. I drove the Summit Reserve at Mama. Was it, it was nice? really nice. It had, like, a saddle-colored interior with, like, quilted leather. and. Gotcha. Now, because you did that, I want you to tell me if it's, like... How if it it's worth it, like what? Okay. It had a V6. Much? That one did. The Summit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see I'll how that is. I'll report back after this week if it's worth it. Cool. You're uh, looking forward to that car. We're going to be doing standard gamut of tests, fuel economy, all that jazz. So that'll be good. Then we have the Civic Si. That's actually outside right now. Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant car. I drove it a little bit this morning. I think, wow. The ride is surprisingly good. And like, peak really, Honda really good. sound. It, mm-hmm. it is. F- it's. 
not sharp or harsh, but it's firm. And yeah. That's what I like about firm it. Firm without being crashy. It looks okay. It looks decent. And interior is a little subtle. And in fact, the, the delivery guy was telling us that the Civic SI in Canada gets more features for less price. Let's see. I can't spell anything today. That's the other thing I want to talk about. Why are Americans treated as second class a second-class nation when it comes to cars. <laughs> we do get some dog shit. Although we also get some cool things like cool muscle cars and stuff. Yeah, we get muscle cars. But when it comes to um, you got Europe, you get Ford. Ford is the main bad guy when it comes to this. You got all the compact cars, including the Ford Puma. But why on That would sell so well over here. Why on earth would they think that we would rather have an Indian Echo Sport with spiders versus <laughs> a Puma? Yeah. With Pumas. I agree. <laughs> you can, have, Why, you can like, have a Puma ST with a Puma, six speed. Oh, that's so cool. And it has an ST and everything. When do we get it? No, you don't. You get the Echo Sport. And then China. <laughs> China, you get the Equator, which is, it's like a, a Mercedes Escape. That interior is absolutely amazing. Why don't we get that here? Why don't we just get all the same cars? Why do they focus so much time on making all these different cars for all over the different parts of the world? It's like, why? I know. And same thing with my Focus. You can get a 2010 Focus. It's it's okay here, but the one, the in, one Europe in Europe is, is much, amazing. Much same thing with the Fusion. The Fusion over here, it's really good. It's okay. But in the Europe, Mondeo. the Mondeo is even better. You got like all these nice screens, the interior. You got these red gates. It's like, why? We just need to move. Go to... Go to Europe. Go take over Top Gear's test track. Yeah. Yeah. You know that in Europe, you can't have the new Golf R with a manual transmission. What? Yeah. Why in the world? It's Look Germany. It that's Look great. I up. believe you. Okay. But that's yeah. really stupid. I want to know the minds of the people making these decisions. It's you like. I think just simplify. Simplify shit. Not only simplify, but why do they think these things are good ideas? They probably have some sort of market research that we don't. So speaking of that, in Canada... The Civic Si gets heated seats, heated steering wheel, dual zone climate control, home link garage door integration, and a wireless smartphone charger, and costs a thousand dollars less than it does here. Well, what do they think Canadians that's Canadian are dollars. Than us? No, it's what? Not. After exchange, it costs a thousand dollars. Wow. Less. Yeah. Well, they haven't had. Have, maybe they haven't had the amount of inflation that we've had over here. No, maybe. they've had it worse. Know. They've had it worse. Yeah. I don't all know right. why, well, but either way. That's you get all those things. Congratulations, Canada, C- Canadian Civic Si. Yep. But other than that, it seems to drive well. We haven't driven it a bunch yet. Tune in next week. We'll give our thoughts and obviously all our reviews and everything. But um, it is a brilliant car. It, sh- it should be pretty good. And pricing starts at twenty six. No, twenty seven three. Although can, there's probably destination. On you top can get of that. the new Civic in a hatchback, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, a paltry not the Si though. But yeah, it's like one of those very slopey yeah. hatches that really isn't that hatchy. And then the last car we're getting is the Ford Maverick Hybrid, which is yeah. cool because we have yeah. a Ford Maverick yeah. gasser, and we're going to get to compare them. So keep The Maverick is for, an amazing car. It's an amazing value, definitely. All you get for that price, I mean, it's just a fun, satisfying car to be in. You and get to feel kind of trucky. Dollars. It doesn't cost that much. It provides you the features you need, the driving you need. And I, I'm, I'm interested to spend time with the Hybrid because we would have bought hybrid for our daily driver if we could have even gotten our hands yeah, on you one. can't hybrids are not they're all sold out pretty much well, un- they were for 2021 unless you got a dealer to give you one 
Oh, Maverick just got delivered. Perfect. Unless you unless you like call a dealer and someone decides not to purchase their order. Yeah. And you're like next in line, then you're not getting a hybrid until until late next year. Here's the thing that's always it's interesting about the Maverick because you know, like they come out before it comes out with the car, they like hype it up like the Bronco. They hyped it up and everything. We had no idea they were going to come out with the Bronco Sport, but the Bronco Sport was brilliant, and the big Bronco is just—it's good, but it's not like blow our mind away. It's, and especially from a sales standpoint, I mean, there was yeah. even an article recently that Ford straight up said like we did not expect the Maverick Hybrid to be this popular. It's like, wow, what a big surprise! You built yeah. something that's affordable, functional, yeah. kind of cool, and gets good gas mileage. People want to buy it. They just yeah. threw it out, and they're like, nobody expected it. It's like, wow, holy cow, they did this. This is amazing. <sighs> The same thing with the Bronco Sport. Affordable, fun to drive, and practical. Yep. Yep. I think that's kind of been the combination because Fords have always been a little bit dull over the past five years. Mm-hmm. Pretty much once they got out of the generation of the Focus, they were just a little bit dull and not much character. And I think now they're starting to get back into that character with the fun to drive. and Yeah. They're giving their cars more spirit again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, the facelifted Mustang was a little a little too smooth. I felt that way about all the ST cars as well, the Explorer and the Edge and everything. It's like, yeah, I get they're fast and they're capable and they're good. Wasn't, the Explorer ST wasn't very smooth. R- well, you're right. but it, That was rowdy a little. It was just, it was missing a pizzazz that you get from some other brands. I thought I know you liked it. Yeah. And I know you liked the Explorer. ST. I didn't I like it, it, but I understand what what you mean. Yeah. You get in a you get in a Durango three ninety two, and you're like, whoa, this is like this is rough. Well, that's because like, it's a Chrysler. <laughs> that's V8. right. That's yeah, right. yeah. So it is <laughs> cool is that rough. That, Charlie that, likes it rough. I do. The Ford is adding character and 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 pizzazz to their cars against some spunk, and I think that's good. I mean, even the new Bronco. I'm not a huge fan of the Bronco, but I it respect character. that it, the character that it yeah. has. Yeah. It's cool. I would never yeah. ever own own one. Pretty much same way I'd never own a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, the Bronco Raptor. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is, which would you rather have, a Bronco Raptor or a Jeep Wrangler 392? Uh, Wrangler 392. I don't even need to drive the Bronco Raptor. Yep. Yeah, it's, you just it's, know it's not gonna be because the only reason it'll be better, but it. For that reason, yep. I will have the Jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's the perfect... The, the Bronco's better, but because it doesn't have a V8, it's not ridiculous. It doesn't... The whole point of a car like that, like you said, it's a trophy. It, the Wrangler acted like a trophy truck. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. That's the only reason why well, anyone would ever buy one of those cars is because they... Or they either want to show off or they want it to be ridiculous. I don't even, wouldn't even get it to show off. It just makes me happy. Exactly. Yeah, you want but also, ridiculous. if Ford put a Coyote in the Bronco... It oh, still yeah. wouldn't be as good as the Wrangler That's 392. True. Yeah, cause the, because well, the, they put a 10-speed automatic in it. And it, would, it, it would be great. It would be really fast, whatever. But I, it wouldn't snort and fart and... Yeah. Like, it just... I, I know a Ford guy is going to be out there with a sniper through the, the window from <laughs> yeah. me saying this, but I don't think the Coyote is as good as a 392 engine. Well, it's it, it all depends on what you mean by good. I would say, on paper, it's a more impressive engine. It makes as much. It makes more power. Well, arguably, it's like the same amount of power with a higher red line and smaller engine. That's impressive. Yeah. But the way it makes you feel from behind the wheel exactly. is different. And yeah. I feel the same way about the Chevy's six two as well. I love the six two, even though it's a. It's got um, push rods still. It's it's an old school <laughs> motor. Yeah. But the way it sounds and the, its character is what I'd rather have. I respect the V eight Mustang and the five zero and everything, but. 
when I daily drive, I don't want to be ringing it out to seven grand all the time. I yeah. want to just be rumbling up to 3,500 <laughs> with a lot of torque and yeah. a lot of noise. 392. Yeah, and, 392 and or same, 62. It's the same way I feel between even the 3.5 liter EcoBoost versus the 5.0. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the EcoBoost, it's this fast. It's a very good engine, but I would rather have the 5.0 because of the, the fact that it's a V8. It would rumble more. It would be louder. And it's just the way it makes me feel. It's got more character than a V6 twin turbo. To quote Top Gear, this is great. Sorry, this is brilliant. But I like this one. Yeah, but I would rather have, would the Maserati, I would rather have the Maserati Quattroporte Sport GTS effect. Well, I was actually referring to the meme of the Up GTI and the Ford Fiesta. That's right. Yeah. That was the actual meme. Yep. This is yep. brilliant. But I like this exactly, yeah. and 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 that really is they true. Went to Chernobyl yeah. in that episode. That was a great episode. <laughs> that was a really good one. And I think if if there's something to wrap up on here today, it's it's and we kind of hit this theme a lot in both our our testing and our videos and our opinions on cars. There are a lot of things that yes are very very good on paper that are great cars, but there's a reason why you should or should not buy them that's maybe below the surface and. Mm-hmm. We're by no means experts, but just by having driven so many different cars and by driving these ones and kind of having a passion for it, we kind of pick out the certain reasons why, like Chris, for example, with those doors in the Taos, yeah, might not be like an on paper big deal sort of thing, but for him, that's something that's noteworthy and and I don't even know if it'd prevent you from buying the car, but like it's still something that, that comes out to you that you wouldn't just get from a spec sheet. Right. And I And I think us being able to kind of talk about those sort of things and be like, okay, yes, on paper, the Bronco or whatever might look much better than the Wrangler. And you might read basic reviews that say like, oh, you know, you should have the Bronco Raptor for this. But like when you really dig into how, which car are you more excited to go out and drive in? Or like, even yeah. if you're doing a stupid task, like going to Starbucks, yeah. what's going to put a grin on your face? Right. That is more important a lot of times than the spec sheet. And, that and, is to me a hundred percent of the time. And yeah. to quote Top Gear again, when they, when, Hammond and Jeremy were arguing about the, it was between the Viper and the Lexus Alpha, and Hammond was like, but on paper, the yeah. Viper is the best. And Jeremy said, yes, Hammond, on paper, but on tarmac, <laughs> the LFA is, it's, that's it's the just, way to go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 100% that's agree. Right. And that's the thing. Like, you can, you can always compare a car on the spec sheet, but it, you really have to drive each car. Because there are some cars I looked at on paper and it's like, all right, well, why on earth would I buy this over this? Because the specs are this. Mm-hmm. But then I drive both of them. It's like, wait a minute. That's why. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you all so much for watching and listening. If you're just tuning in over the wa- uh, the waves, airwaves, we will be back next week to talk about the other cars we have coming in. We don't 100% know yet. but And how the cars we drove this week. Yep. Yep. Kind of hear our consensus here. If we can find any reasons why you shouldn't buy a Civic Si. I imagine they're going to be few. And uh, we're going to report back on if our Jeep breaks, because I feel like that's always a 50% chance with any Jeep press cars. We'll have a warning light. Yeah, some sort of warning light. If I get rain, up on rained on again. Yep. <laughs> and what's the third? Oh, and the Maverick. Yeah. Which Maverick is best Maverick? Yes. Yeah. Important right. questions here. It's and feel free to leave a comment on here if there's anything you want us to address. As long as it doesn't say, what was that? Uh, one moment. That a as long as it doesn't end in one. dumb, 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 waste, waste, waste. Yeah, don't don't, don't and do and that. be sure to tell us about which cars your Veloster could be, <laughs> yeah, because we're really curious. Yeah. 
So thank you all so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. We're Charlie and Chris and Nathan from Daily Motor, and as always, drive, drive on. on.